Donnie Yen in a Wuxia film. I'm in. Today I'm talking about Sakura. This is Scott's of Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends welcome to scott's off and don't movie podcast i am scott and today i am talking about a recent donnie yen film called sakura uh, where he's the lead character he also serves as director and it's it's interesting it's a type it's a wuxia which is kind of like a fantasy you know sword fighter or just fighter type um approach but uh yeah uh, it's in- interesting and in ways i didn't necessarily expect so without further ado let's get started Like any genre, martial arts movies go through phases. For the last decade and change, the genre could be divided up into two main categories. CGI-heavy epics, often produced in China, and practical stunt-fueled work projects, including movies from American martial arts mainstays like Michael Jai White and Scott Adkins. And somewhere in the middle is Donnie Yen, who's both been making kind of these been making both kinds of movies the whole time and just directed a Wuxia melodrama called Sakura. The film follows Yen as Kuo Fang, an orphan-turned-martial-arts master who leads a powerful clan called the Beggar's Sect. But when Fang is accused of murdering his clan's leader, he will begin a difficult journey to find reden- revenge and redemption while coming to grips with his own background. So, I'm a bit conflicted about this movie. Not because I think it's terrible, but because I think plot-wise it's too disjointed to please anybody but martial arts fans. Part of this is likely because this is an adaptation of a Wuxia novel that the Chinese audience is somewhat familiar with, so a lot of the political groupings and character names probably land with a lot more weight for that audience than they do for my American ass. For instance, Fang is revealed to be a Kitan, which is the kingdom that is opposing the kingdom he supports, the Song. Now, I gathered that this would cause something of an identity crisis in our hero and make him question who he is and who he should side, on, side with in what appears to be a giant war. That's all context clues and very rarely said explicitly, though. I genuinely had to look up some of this up to make sure I had a firm grasp on what was happening and what everybody's motivations were. It's also, it's hard to tell if this is a translation issue or if the movie truly lacks that amount of exposition, but either way, it's a messy slurry of factions and ideas that can be difficult to differentiate from one another. The movie is also pretty obviously trying to start a franchise, so there's a lot of open questions that this movie rushes to provide stingers for in pre-credit and mid-credit sequences. That said, I still had a lot of fun with this movie because Donnie Yen's fight work is perfect for my action sensibilities. The main appeal here is that Sakura is embracing the superhuman aspects of Wuxia movies, where characters can leap across rooftops with ease and whose special techniques would be right at home in Street Fighter. One of Yen's first opponents pulls out fireballs as a special attack, and it never lets up from there. Kuo Fang's specialty is a wind technique, which means a lot of these bouts turn into Avatar, the last airbender-style routes where Yen can parry a few attacks before smashing a battalion into a wall and only getting into serious trouble via trickery, numbers, or someone with comparable skill. What makes Yen's take on Wuxia's high-flying combat different is impact, or specifically how he films impact. The traditional take on Wuxia combat is the wide angle. This is how you see and feel each acrobatic, how see how acrobatic each character is, and also means if someone leaps into the air, the camera barely has to move to follow them. You can even cut into an even wider angle to see how far they jumped. Yen definitely does this stuff, but mixes it, mix it in with a lot of close camera work so the audience can see individual blows land, and in particular see people blasted into and through the environment. 
It's the difference between punching the opponent into the floor versus punching an opponent through the floor into five other guys. It works wonders for selling Fang's incredible strength and also prevents the film from looking too much like Once Upon a China or Once Upon a Time in China or an Iron Monkey imitation, which Yen would know about because he was in both. The verdict is that it's great for martial arts fans. Though messy from a story standpoint, the action is so awesome, fans are unlikely to care that much. 7 out of 10. This has been Scott's Off Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Off Indulgent Movie World, with the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.